0: Hello and welcome to the Plentiful Goddess podcast. I am so excited you're here with me. For this podcast episode, I interviewed my beautiful client, Stephanie. Stephanie joined in April for many reasons, but one of the things that we talk about in this episode is how she decided to get off birth control and how that was the best decision she could have ever made for her health, her mental health, her body, her overall health, all of it. We also talk about how she actually ended up trying those crazy raw vegan diets, plant-based raw diets, and how that really impacted her digestion, how she thought that actually that gave her IBS, um, and how in the program with me she was able to create a balanced nutrition and how that has really impacted her and her health. And we also speak about just veganism in general and how... Um, Sometimes, you know, we can feel lonely on our journey, and how it's important to, yeah, to just be gentle with ourselves and um, love ourselves for who we are and appreciate ourselves and our bodies and our choices um, every single day and how to put ourselves first, obviously. So, I know you're going to have a lot of fun listening to this podcast episode, and here it is. All right, Stephanie, I am so excited to have you here with us at the Plentiful Goddess podcast. It's honestly an honor because you're one of my beautiful clients and you've been having such an amazing transformation within such a short amount of time in the program. And I thought I wanted to have you on the podcast because this podcast is here for um To inspire other women right and to see what's possible for other women as well that might be on a same or similar journey as you so Stephanie I would love for you to just go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us about yourself.
1: Thank you for having me Jess I'm like super excited like to be talking with you and let's see um, I started the program let's see beginning of April and I I know I had initially done um, like the the week where I was going to start it like in February, but then I had a big birthday in March, so I thought, you know what, it's not the right time. There's a lot going on. But then you reached out again, and I was like, oh, okay, like (laughs) let me see what this is all about. So um, yeah, April I started and. Yeah, I feel like it's been a huge transformation in a short period of time.
0: Yeah, (laughs) for sure. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. And also for the listeners who are wondering what you're speaking about. So I think you joined two rounds of the workshop that I've done, right? The Vegan, Feminine and Fit workshop. And I remember the first workshop you were there, um, but then I didn't hear back from you anymore and you were super involved still. Like I saw you, I think on all of the calls as far as I remember, but you didn't end up booking a call with me. And I was like, huh, what's this? Because I would also see you around my Instagram for a while. And then I think I invited you to the second workshop again and you were super active and and you were participating and you ended up uh, booking a call with me. So actually I'm curious, what has made you book the call with me? Like, what was the the moment where you were like, okay, I'm gonna book a call with Jess and see what this is about?
1: Honestly, like, when I had initially done the first workshop, there was so much going on, like, like, it sounds so dramatic, all the things that could like, go wrong, went wrong. And I was like, wait a minute, this, I'm not getting the information, I'm really interested to, you know, find out what this is. And honestly, the hormone health was the thing that stuck out to me most. And I, I had tried a program a couple months prior, and it was just not for me. First of all, it was led by a man who just talked and talked and talked, and it didn't feel personal, like, at all, and feminine health is personal, so I veered away from that, and I found one of your awesome posts, and I was like, that reached that reached so deeply to me. Like, I want to be part of that, so... I'm getting a little emotional because that like, it just feels good to like, like hear women talking about like their feminine health openly. Like it's beautiful.
0: (laughs) I love that so much. And I think also uh, what you said is like the big distinction between um, or let's, let's say it like that. There is a big fitness world out there. And I think not a lot of people Are touching the subject as it should be in my opinion and in your opinion as well um and i even when it just comes to let's call it weight loss um even such a such a term that almost everyone uses today it's also very intimate right there's so much more to weight loss than just eating and training right and I think that's also probably what you've what you've realized in the workshop all of the things that we talked about where you were like hold on there's so much more to health it's holistic there are so many more aspects to it than what i initially maybe thought or what the industry is telling us you know what's out there so what was your big like you know decision to actually go for it because we had the call we you know we were in a call and we had the one hour that we talked about so You said it was the feminine health, but what made you get over that and, and just jump right in? Like, what was it for you that you felt like, okay, this is, this is definitely for me.
1: So I've been on quite the journey just with my health and holistic health. And I've always sought like, you know, the natural remedies. So if I can feed myself the right food, if I can exercise the right way, I've always been very conscious and people in my family will tell you that, Oh, she knows like so much about, you know, what she's putting into her body. And when I went vegan, I felt incredible. And then all of a sudden, like I started, you know, dealing with IBS issues and, and then I sought, you know, medical professionals for that. And it was such a process. I, I got a colonoscopy, like, because it was that intense. Like nobody could really, my primary physician couldn't really tell me like what was going on. And so, um, you know, more pills that they're throwing at me. Oh yeah, you know, here, take this, take that. But not really like, not really taking into account my my hormone health. And I, after talking with you and after, realizing that I've been on birth control for 10 years, like a hormone birth control. That's just been suppressing, repressing so much, just natural flow in my body that I was like, you know what, like it's time, like it, like there has to be a better way to like live my life because why am I, you know, Uh, dizzy and experiencing vertigo and you know it it just didn't make sense so I think that that was like that was the turning point like I've done everything I could possibly do that modern medicine has taught me and given me what's what's the holistic approach to this
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah thank you so much for sharing that and I think that's such an important aspect that how you say doctors um don't really talk about and don't even ask. Um, Because the first thing that a doctor will tell you is to go on birth control, right? If you have problems, if you have pain or if you have acne or whatever it is, and it's actually the complete wrong approach because you're just masking the problem. You're not actually going into the actual thing what's going on, right? You're not curing it. You're just pretty much, you know, stitching. No, you're putting, I always like to say it, you're putting a blister over a wound that needs stitching, right? Um, and that's the the general problem. And I'm, and I'm, and I remember our call so vividly about you telling me like, I think I want to just get off birth control. And I feel like I need that support, right? Because for me, and I told you that as well, when I went off birth control, I had no idea what I was doing and I didn't have that support. And it was it was not so easy, right? Because my hormones were all all over the place and I didn't know how to balance it. And on top of that, you know, I followed the toxic fitness culture and worked out even more and ate even less. And all of that really led to even a bigger hormonal imbalance. So I'm glad that you're, you know, you have been part of this and, and we've been able to support you on that transition that you feel like, okay, I can smoothly transition out of it because a lot of women don't, don't even, you know, know that, you are pretty much completely changing your body the moment that you either way take a pill or you stop taking a pill, right? Because you haven't been ovulating for a while um, if you're in birth control and all of a sudden uh, you ovulate again and your body is doing its natural course and that can do so much to, to the woman's body. So what, what, how was it for you? Because you stopped taking the pill a couple of weeks ago. So how has that been for you for now?
1: Yes, it's been 28 days and I'm still waiting on my period, <laughs> but you know what? I'm, I'm trying to really embrace like every part of this, like this whole journey and all the phases that my body's going through and giving it time to, you know, purge. <clears throat> the pill is just, it's a lot on your body and you know, it's interesting when I first went on it, I noticed like a huge difference in myself, like immediately, like I, like you could see like that. I just went through these like little mood swings or I all of a sudden was just like, I'll tell you honestly, like the first week I was on it, I jumped into the ocean naked (laughs) and that's completely out of character and it wasn't for fun it was just like impulse and I was just like okay this is definitely the hormones because this is so crazy so coming off of it I'm feeling more like myself again like I'm feeling a lot more calm a lot less anxious like it's just been wonderful like super wonderful but yes I'm I'm noticing that with like the certain vitamins, it helps like major, major. It's awesome. I'm super, super grateful to have, you know, your guidance, because I think that I would struggle so badly if I didn't have that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And how do you think, I'm so glad, I'm so glad, and I'm very happy to hear, and I'm so glad you got off of it because There's just so much wrong with it. And again, like there is a small, small percentage where I know it can be very helpful for women that have severe, severe problems for a certain amount of time. It can be helpful to suppress ovulation for a while, but in the majority of cases, it actually makes things worse, right? So I'm wondering how has the nutrition aspect of the program and all of the other things that you've learned really helped you in that transition?
1: thing um honestly there's so much information out there on the internet and i think that like between you know instagram and between pinterest i'm always and youtube i'm always i've always been on the search for just like a new recipe and it's like oh every single meal has to be different and new and big because, you know, as a vegan, you need to eat more. And I think that I just, I kind of thought that for every single meal. So I think that I was just, just overeating to make sure that I wasn't depriving myself of, you know, all the vegan nutrients. But in doing that, I, I wasn't getting the right amounts I was doing too many carbs and I didn't even know it and now with this program it's like oh I don't need to eat like 5 cups of broccoli like, like like oh I can eat more than like a little bit of seitan you know like those things have been so helpful like learning about like just portions and the right portions for me because I think that I've kind of been going off of like these videos and they're massive bowls of like pasta. And then, you know, just thinking like, Oh, that's what I'm supposed to eat. Like a massive bowl of pasta. And it's like, okay. (laughs) So this has been super helpful and it, the structure has been wonderful too, because like I said, in the past it was like a different, Meal every single night. It was, and they're hearty meals. And it's like so much better to just prep them, leave them, pull them out, you know, make less time for dishes and all that stuff. So it's been really wonderful.
0: I love to hear that. And the pasta video, are you referring to Freely's huge pasta bowl? There's so many out there. (laughs) Because actually, I was just recently talking to my other vegan friend who has like a vegan model agency. And we were talking about like how actually when I went vegan, I had the same thing. It really messed with me because I was following all of these influencers and like Freely the banana girl is like this girl that like this raw vegan diet and she would like raw till four. And then in the evening she would eat this huge freaking bowl of whole wheat pasta with tomato sauce, like this huge thing. And I'm like how you know so like it really really messed with me too and it makes me so sad because so many vegans aren't the same thing and they're so confused how you were and i was and it's so it can be simplified in such a better way and in a healthier way. And for us women as well, in a more balanced way that supports us in our body, right? So I'm so glad that you're sharing this because a lot of people still, when I talk to them and they're not my clients, they're like, oh, I'm going to go raw for now. And then I'm going to try a juice cleanse. And I'm like, oh my God, no, please don't. <laughs> like, this is just the worst thing you can do because it can be so easy. Um, I would love to hear, have you felt a difference in your energy and the way that you digest the food and all of that?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I did try, you know, um, the whole food raw Mm -hmm. and my digestion was just awful. And I think that that's probably one of the reasons why like the IBS symptoms were occurring because it was so much fiber in my diet. So I I was eating healthy, but I wasn't consuming like the right amount of like fibrous foods. I was consuming way too much. So the fact that now, like, I feel that I'm, I'm still processing definitely like my body's still processing a lot that's going on, but it feels so much different than, you know, even a couple months ago, like by far. And I notice like my body, very differently now because even the other day I went out for the first time in like forever to eat out we had Thai food and honestly like just by that one meal my stomach was in knots the next day and it was so upset with me and I was like oh my gosh like it's just proof that there's like so much stuff like unnecessary stuff like in takeout food and it's like, I'm not for it. Like <laughs> I'll pass on all
0: that. I agree with gut. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, especially like takeout food when we don't know what's in it, like especially Asian food, they have a lot, a lot of other additives to make the food tastier even right. And the amount of oil and fat that is in there, um, I mean, again, like, as you know, we in the program, we preach balance and eating out like it's okay if you, you know, create a balance around that. But I feel after a while as well, you feel the difference, kind of what I was sharing as well yesterday in the call of like eating those meat substitutes. And after a while, you're just like, I can no longer see that anymore. And my digestion is going nuts because it's true. Like you, your body is going to um, digest, you know, the I don't want to call it clean food because that's the wrong word, but the, um, I also don't want to call it healthier food <laughs> because it's also not true, but the the more, ba- let's call it balanced food, right? The more yeah. balanced food, a lot better, right? Because that's the way that we are meant to eat. Um, so yeah, I, I love that. I love to hear that. Um, I would love for you to also tell us a little bit more about why you think the inner work that we're doing in the program has been beneficial for you
1: honestly like i've been i've been very much you know probably the black sheep of my family i think i've always you know put my foot down when it comes to you know certain certain behaviors and i haven't been tolerant of that um So I, I've been going through quite the journey with my family and specifically with, you know, my dad. So I stopped speaking to him about like four or five years ago. And then this maybe a year and a half ago, I started, you know, seeing a therapist and really deep diving in and then it got to a point where she's like, Well, you you've done all you can do. This is this is where, you know, this is a good stopping point. And I felt, oh, really? Because I feel like there's a lot of stuff still. She's like, Well, we've met all of our goals, unless you have new goals to obtain. Like, you know, you can call me. And I'm thinking to myself, but I don't know where to go from here. So the fact that we've been doing you know, so much different, like, types of, like, internal work, it's been actually releasing the stuff that I wasn't, you know, getting from my therapist, because I I feel like she, she was more there, like, listening, versus, like, guiding me through, you know, difficult conversations that you have with yourself, and, and so the shadow work has been beautiful, and, it's so moving like doing the different you know activities and the journal prompts it's
0: it's just really enlightening for sure <laughs> i love that you say that because a lot of times people think that this is going to be like working with a therapist and i always say i'm not a therapist the, the the work is an addition to yes some people still have a therapist and i always support that but i also always say i teach you tools that you can use for the rest of your life, that it also, of course, a lot of the work you do by yourself, but that already gives you the answers that you need to know, right? I got you, I show you what you got to do. And it's in addition to the work that you've done as well before, right? So I always like to point it out, it's not a substitution for a therapist, but I've had many, many people just like you who told me this work has helped me go beyond that work, right? Or has even helped me Um, I wouldn't say substitute, but see things in a different way. Right. And and I think that's the important part. And I just want to ask you as well, why do you think um, this inner work is so important when it comes to the holistic health aspect that, you know, we all working towards? Oh
1: my gosh. Well, stress plays like a huge role on, on the GI tract. Like, and I honestly did not like, I did not link the two. Mm -hmm. So i i moved back in with family about two years ago and i noticed that that's when my gi issues started so i definitely feel like it plays a major major role and obviously what you eat but yeah i it's interesting like the human body it's so incredible and i i think that like for me when I took the time to acknowledge that and say yeah it's stress it just became all the more clear like okay how do I process my stress like, and that is so important like for everyone yeah. meant to
0: <laughs> I would love for you to share a couple of techniques maybe that you learned on how to process stress for the listeners how to process stress mm-hmm. What is it that you well, do that helps you with that Oh my gosh.
1: I, I love meditation. I've been, you know, practicing yoga, but you know, forever now, but I think specifically like meditation alone is separate from a yoga practice. I think that sometimes people think that they're the same thing, but I love the, I love the thought that meditation is just one conscious breath in and out. And it's so like, it's so beneficial to just stop in the middle of your day or your work week and just, oh my gosh, did I breathe? <laughs> did I breathe in and out? <laughs> and it's beautiful. Like it's, it's a really easy way to recenter yourself and come back, you know, into. So I love that, definitely. Um, I would say also, let's see, going for walks. <laughs> You really need to just walk it off sometimes and then for me i found recently that like gardening has been like a major de-stressor so like sometimes i'll do breath work i'll go for a walk to my garden and then there i'll just take my time to really admire the bees and all my weeds
0: and just be like it's gonna take some time and that's okay <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that you say that it's, it's also going to take some time because of course, like you've had such a major, major transformation within only a short amount of time. But at the same time, um, you're recognizing like, Hey, this is actually a process. This is not just a goal to reach and have it already all tomorrow. So how has that been for you learning that every single day, it's not about perfection, but it's about the consistency and have you felt like there was a change in your mindset about that? Oh, yeah.
1: And I feel like it's like you said, it's it's lifelong. So mm. it is a lifelong lesson. And the biggest thing is like being gentle with myself and not beating myself up when I do come back to those, you know, mindsets. And when I do catch myself in like a a pattern of, you know, perfectionism, it's it's very much so you know an opportunity for me to say you know what it's okay that this isn't working out or it's okay that you you know s- you know skipped a meal or didn't do your assigned workout it's very much like you know because that also causes stress and you also need to factor that in and for me it's like oh okay I'm not going to freak out about that, but what can I do instead? You know, if I'm not going to work out because maybe I don't have the energy, do I maybe want to dance a little, you know, move around, you know, or, you know, if I forgot my meal, then, okay, how, how are you going to make sure that you eat your meal? (laughs) Because you still need to eat. So yeah, just little things like that.
0: Yeah. I love that. Very important what would you say has been your biggest win so far in the program honestly I
1: I would say like for me seeing my muscle definition has been so big for me like because for so long I've been trying to just tone and fit my body and I haven't been able to and I think that seeing it has been so incredible and so empowering that i'm like oh this is working like (laughs) like finally like it's just it's beautiful yeah Mm -hmm. to really come into my body and admire it and truly like
0: appreciate it Yeah. yeah And do you think the appreciation started before you set a muscle definition or did it come when you started seeing the muscle definition
1: no I I think it came like the moment when I entered like this space of like community and women and vegan women like for me I think that's what is so like important to me like is community and and I think before like with so much like going on I shied away from that and I allowed myself to believe like oh, I'm not worthy of, you know, being part of that because, oh, I'm not a fit vegan or, you know, I I don't know what I have to bring to the table. Therefore, I shouldn't come to the table type of mentality. So, yeah, it's very beautiful and moving to see these women, you know, on the same like journey as me and wanting, you know, so much more for themselves. Why do you think community is important? Oh my gosh. I mean, community is connection. It's how we relate to the world. It's it's how we, you know, survive as human beings (laughs) through like our knowledge and communication and, and our love and encouragement from each other. Like, you know, if it's
0: just us, like, oh my gosh, (laughs) you would go crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I love that you say that. And it's, as a community aspect, I think it's what makes this program even more special because I don't know about you. I don't know how your other program was that you did, but I definitely know that any other program that I've done before, if it was on fitness in the past, or if it was on business or whatever it is, I still always felt alone kind of. I still didn't feel like there was this real community, this real supportive system that I could just ask a question to you and people would kind of come back and be there for me, right? And I feel like now i truly feel like you know we created this 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 community of this how you say powerful women that you feel like are all on the same journey and um even when you have a day when you don't feel motivated when you feel like you have a shitty day we all have these days okay like that's just human nature that's completely normal we will not just pretend that every day is the same because it's not um but when we have those days we can rely on someone sometimes outside of ourselves and other people that will understand what we're going through. Right. And I think that's the biggest value in my opinion, um, to, to the humankind and to growing together. Right. Because I don't know about you, but sometimes I think we talked about this as well Is like in real life, sometimes you might be the only vegan and, all of your family is kind of going against you and is not understanding yours, challenging you. And it can feel so overwhelming having to deal with all of that already. And then on top of that, you're going through your own stuff, right? So I don't know how it is for you with like your real life connections, but I'm sure you, you can relate to what I'm saying, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd say it's actually really interesting.
1: I've come across like only a handful of vegans in my life and so like in in like actual person where i'm like oh you're vegan like that's <laughs> amazing <laughs> but yeah with my family it's definitely it's like i said i'm the black sheep you know it's like wait a minute she's not eating meat oh wait she doesn't eat eggs she doesn't eat cheese what does she eat it's like it's so unheard of especially in my culture like to not you know, consume animal byproducts. That it it was a shift. It's still a shift, and you know, some of my uncles will make rude comments, and and it's taking me time. But it's like now I'm like, oh, whatever. Like I I don't need to you know fall prey to their mm-hmm. awful comments. So yeah. yeah, it's it's definitely awesome to come into a space of vegan women are vulnerable but also really strong and just committed
0: to themselves like it's beautiful. Yeah I love that. Just for the listeners who are who are who don't know what's your culture? Where are you from?
1: Oh um well my mom my mom was born in Mexico and my dad was born in Santa Barbara. He's first generation um he's first generation American so
0: yeah I'm (laughs) Mexican-American and in Mexico people tend to eat a lot of meat and like it's very cultural right and
1: honestly in in Mexico we I from what I've seen it's very much just part of you know a lot of our like traditional dishes you know you have like a lot of chicken a lot of beef a lot of
0: steaks and yes (laughs) I think like generally like Latin Americans just consume a lot of meat right I think it's a very common thing over there so when you're vegan somewhere like in Colombia or whatever people are like that's weird it's still very new over there right and even I was now in, in New York and I was staying in Brooklyn and in Brooklyn you have a lot of Latino families like from everywhere And it broke my heart because they had like, I don't even know which animals they were. They looked like little piglets or something and they were just roasting them in the middle of the street and just everywhere. So much like meat and animals, which was just shocking to me that they're even allowed to like do that in the middle of the street in New York, but I guess New York. So yeah, it just always hits me every time because I have a lot of like Latino friends and, and I, I think I only know. I mean, a couple of my clients were Latinos and are vegan, but at the same time, I don't know anyone living there that is actually vegan, you know, um, besides my clients, just my friends, it's just, they tell, tell me every time it's just so hard. And because I don't think it's hard, but it's, it's culturally hard. Let's say like yes. this, right. Because they have oh, never been exposed to something else.
1: Oh yeah. I know I was camping once and oh my gosh, it was so sad. Like my partner who's also a vegan he was he was like don't look over there okay and i was like what and he was like they have a piglet on the you know on the grill and i was like heartbroken the rest of the evening because i'm literally smelling like this just awful scent and it breaks my heart like to think that that's what my culture thinks brings them together is you know exploiting an innocent animal and when in actuality, it's not, it's their connection to each other. It's their love for each other. So I think that I I also feel though, that as much as I feel alone, I, in my veganism at times, I do feel like I, I have a voice like in my family and I feel that, you know, ears are listening and I know in time they'll they'll take on what they want to take on, you know. Mm.
0: Exactly. Hopefully eventually transform entirely, but (laughs)
1: that's the goal. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Even just reducing is already a big step, right? I know that like, when my mom owns a restaurant so she cooks you know a lot of meat because that's what the people eat there and she said if I was living in a big city I would only cook vegan because my mom's an amazing chef but people only bite it there if she were to cook vegan like she could close her restaurant because that's just not what people eat over there Um, and I know every time I go there like it's all vegan like she will not buy anything that's not vegan she will not cook anything that's not vegan so we we influence people right it's like even if it's just our closest people, but just planting the seed in someone's mind is already, I think, such a huge step. And it doesn't have to be with this. I know there is a lot of vegan activists that are like super aggressive or like super, you know, like they really want to change it and they show those horrible pictures. And I think everyone is different on how they, how they are converted into veganism. Let's say, um, and so I think we just have to be open minded and also be be. Uh, understanding towards certain people because just certain people don't understand and it doesn't click for them for i know i'm sure it was the same for you when i you know when i found out about all of this whole new world i was like how did i not get the connection earlier like how was how did i not get it right but for some people it just just takes longer and they don't make the connection straight away and some probably never um but yeah you know we can just change so much with our actions and in our voice you know so yeah yeah.
1: absolutely I agree 100% and I think that you you just have to have an open mind to it I think that's the biggest thing is if you have openness and you're not just quick to shut something down like you're quick to learn about it you have curiosity about it Mm -hmm. I think that 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 is super like helpful I think that's what turned me honestly like mm-hmm. it's the curiosity aspect of it it's like oh I don't have to eat meat I don't mm-hmm. have to eat cheese
0: <laughs> Yeah. so yeah yeah I agree with you um I would love for you to share also since we had your biggest win in the program what has been your biggest challenge in the program my biggest challenge oh my gosh hmm if there is any
1: <laughs> I I don't know if I can like pinpoint one, like specifically big, big challenge. I feel like there have been little challenges, you know, that like I've slowly overcome, but I don't know. I don't know that there's been like one, like huge one.
0: Good, that's great. I mean, that means that like challenges are normal if there's, you know, especially if they're just small, like of course, Sometimes things are harder, but I think it's great that you didn't have like a big one. <laughs> That's awesome. So I know there are probably people listening to this right now and they're like, huh, Stephanie's story really resonates with me, but I'm still kind of scared to go for it. What would you tell the person that is thinking that right now? If you
1: have an open mind and you have an open heart, just go for it. Because... When you open your mind and you open your heart, all that beautiful energy, all that beautiful information just floods in and it fills you and it propels you to the next. I don't think there's any reason why like you need to stop yourself from like going forward with something like this. If you already have, if your curiosity has peaked into this, it's already, it's already telling you to go for it like for sure. it's You're rooting for yourself, but you're like holding yourself back. So just go for it.
0: Like Absolutely. You
1: deserve it and you're worthy of it.
0: I love that. Yeah. I think what you said about the worthiness is a big aspect, right? A lot of women don't feel worthy to invest in themselves, to do this program for themselves. It's like so much easier for a lot of people, especially women to do things for others, to buy gifts for others. But like I'm the same, like, I love to give people, but I barely buy myself stuff. And I really had to learn to like, hey, I can buy myself stuff too, because I'm worthy of it. I don't always need to gift everyone, right? And because this is what, of course, you can still do that. But like, having the balance of like, still gifting yourself as well, right? So I think the worthiness part is a big, big aspect that a lot of women struggle with, Right of like, okay, I can actually do this for myself and my health, and why would you say, Um, we're getting towards the end of it? why would you say you as an individual and your health should be the most important thing in your life
1: because you you are with you throughout your entire life you're this is your vessel, like, and you need to take care of it. it's I I think there was something that you said, like, during the workshop that resonated so deep with me, and it was something down the line of, like, you really need to just take the time for you. And it's, if it's not now, then when? Like, are you honestly going to tell me that you're going to say to yourself, oh, okay, I'll do it tomorrow and tomorrow comes and then you put it off again. And then that tomorrow becomes a week, a year, five years. And I I thought to myself, you know what? This cannot be another five years that goes by. Like it is right now, it is perfect timing for me. And I think that missing you know, certain parts of the first workshop made me already feel like that. I I already put it off. Like, this is the time right now. <laughs> if I don't do it now, then I won't do it. Yeah. You know, there'll always be something that comes up. So
0: Absolutely. definitely. Absolutely. I'm so excited to see you grow even more and transform even more. I'm really, really excited for that. It's already been a great journey having you on, Um, you know, and it's it's honestly, I can tell you having, people on that are invested like you just makes my job so much more fun and easier and enjoyable because I can see that you truly care about this and yourself and your growth and it's just been wonderful now before we end this do you have any last words anything that you would like to share that we didn't talk about
1: Hmm. Um, I'd say for anyone wanting to
0: join the program
1: and then joining the program just take, take it little by little, it, like, it needs to be just <laughs> micro doses, <laughs> you know, it doesn't need to be consumed all at once, and there's so much information, like, that we're given in this program, but ultimately, it's just about, you know, a video here, you know, a workout there, and then consistently incorporating it into your days, your weeks, and then that makes up you know, your ideal month. So, yeah, I'm still learning. I'm still making sure that I'm doing my workouts and all that good stuff, but I feel that overall it's just been you know, a journey and I'm enjoying that journey and I'm not trying to be perfect but I'm just trying to incorporate, you know, what I've learned little by little. So as soon as you get that and you stop shaming yourself for not being perfect or doing everything the way you think that it has to be done, it just, the stress,
0: the GI, all that stuff aligns. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing this. And thank you so much for being on here, Stephanie. I truly Had a blast. I love talking to you. I loved having this conversation with you. I feel like I could talk to you for another hour or more (laughs) because it was so much fun. So thank you so much for being on here. And I hope also that the listeners really took a lot away from this and are finally going to start prioritizing themselves and their health because that's what truly matters. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you that was it my beautiful goddess and if you listen to this and you're like i want to join the plentiful goddess program please make sure to apply with the link in the show notes you will find a link to the program with all of the information that you need to know as well as a link to apply to the program so that is it that's the way that you can get in touch with me otherwise also send me a dm on instagram and we can get talking and i can answer any questions that you might have but i'm just very excited to connect either way So yeah, thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode and until the next time.